We're here at Bricks and Minifigs with Julia Peterson. Uh, we're going to be giving away two of these Lego sets at the end of our podcast. Make sure you stick around to the end to find out how you can win one of these. Julia, welcome to the Small Talk Podcast. Uh, I'm Mike Smalligan, and this is Julia Peterson. She is the proud owner of uh, Brick and Minifig. Today, we're just gonna learn a bit about what you do for the community and what got you started in Legos. Sure, yeah, um, we love Lego. We love everything about Lego. We love uh, the community that comes around Lego, but we also just love the hobby. So my husband and I, um, when we first started dating, he suggested that we build a Lego kit together. And I hadn't built Lego since I was a kid. I went through kind of the dark ages is what it's called when you have a space between your childhood building and then your adult building. Do you remember what um, set that was? Yes, I actually, it's, I have it, it's a treehouse three-in-one creator set that he got for me. Um, so it's my very first official. I think we have Lego that one. Set. Yeah, it's a really good one. <laughs> and uh, so we started building Lego together and it very quickly became a hobby that we loved sharing. Um, and then we started selling Lego online about nine years ago. There's a big um, market for that. There is. And we sold some of the parts that we uh, had extra. We also started buying lots and reassembling sets and selling them on eBay. And we just loved it. We loved being involved in the whole process, loved the community. So we had always talked about the dream of having a brick and mortar store, but it seemed out of reach because it is a lot of work to yeah. start the business. And then we heard about the Bricks and Minifigs franchise opportunity. We were like, oh, that might be a perfect match for what we do. Sure. So we investigated it. And here we are, the rest how, is history. How many of the bricks and minifig stores are there? Mm -hmm. There's 80 that are open with more on the way. So it is a growing chain, especially with Lego being so popular right now. Yeah. Um, and they're all across the country as well as in Canada. So what type of requirements are there to, to get into owning your own franchise? Sure, uh, a love of Lego, obviously. Yeah. Um, then financial investment and yep. a little bit of business savvy. They do look for people that have background in marketing or retail. And I had the marketing background. Um, they have a vetting process, uh, and yeah, here we are. So how long have you been doing it? We opened December 10th of 2022, so just crossed our one-year anniversary. So um, what are some of the, like, the I guess, uh, struggles that you've had, specifically with like Legos and uh, keeping inventory in stock and finding sets and all sure. of that? Yeah, for the most part, the inventory isn't too hard. There is a booming market for people selling and buying their Lego, so we get lots of people coming in to sell either items they aren't using or maybe their child is not interested in the hobby anymore. Um, so that hasn't really been a problem for us. Obviously, we had a challenging year. We had an accident where a van yeah, drove into about the that. store. I was actually in the store like two days before that. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're glad you were in the store yeah. during it. So, yeah. um, so the, the challenges for us have been more around uh, some of those incidentals that have happened over the last year. For the most part, we felt really welcomed by the community. And it's been a phenomenal year getting to know all the Lego builders in Grand Rapids. Uh, hopefully we've helped increase the community, connect sure. people. We do events um, for builders, so uh, that's been phenomenal. So yeah, I would say that the struggles have been more related to the retail experience and you know vans crashing into the store. Sure. But as far as Lego goes, it's just been phenomenal. Yeah. So um, that the whole accident situation, mm -hmm. like, what was your like first kind of thought when that when you heard that happened, right? Because it yeah. was pretty late at night, right? It was. We actually had an employee in store. And he was luckily not harmed. He was in the back office. He had stopped by the store to pick up some pieces for a build that he was displaying at Brickworld. And so he called, and it was after 12. And I was yeah. like, why, you know, why is an employee calling this late at night? And then once he told us what had happened, my, my first thing was concern for him, obviously. Sure. 
and then we drove over and then i think it was just a blur you, you kind of can't take it in when yeah. that sort of thing happens the, the van was entirely in the building there was grass and crazy. glass and bricks just a hot mess um so yeah our, our first concern was for safety and then after that it was like well we're gonna just get through this and so starting to make plans for the temporary store for the pop-up events uh construction all that yeah, so you you were able to get like a temporary location in this strip mall. Yep, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, does was your landlord like was was he able to like make that happen pretty quick for you? Yeah, we were really lucky that that space happened to have just opened up. Um, okay. So the lease on that space had just ended, and so we were able to jump in to have the temporary location there, which we were really grateful for. That's, that's awesome. You know, that doesn't usually happen so easily, and so that was a huge, huge help to us. Especially to be in so close, exactly. right? Exactly. We could just say, oh, it's just four doors down. We didn't have to redo our Google pages or anything like that. People yep. could just come to the regular store, and then we could just point them to the temporary space. So how, how do you, like, market... Um, the Lego store, like do you do both online and in person? Like what are some ways you connect with your people? Yeah, definitely. Um, we have sort of a multi-platform marketing approach. Uh, social media is obviously a big piece because that's where the Lego community connects is on social media. Are you on like TikTok or Instagram? We have Instagram, Facebook, and we do have TikTok. We haven't done as much with TikTok, um, okay. but we do have an account there. Facebook and Instagram is kind of the bread and butter. That's where we love to connect with people. That's where people come to ask us for sets that they're looking for or pieces. Um, that's where we can announce our events. So that's been really positive. And we just love being able to post Lego content. So if it's just sets or if it's Lego terminology or trivia, we just love anything Lego related. So yeah, it's a I, huge I, piece. I, I've been into Legos my whole life. And uh, growing up, that was like my best friend, right? Mm -hmm. It was Legos. Yeah. And I'm learning new things on, on TikTok, on social media Absolutely. about Legos that I would have never, I think, learned otherwise. So that's that's, yeah, we love that aspect. So yeah. that's definitely a huge part of it. We also try to market just in general to connect with the Lego builders of Grand Rapids. We still on the regular get people saying, I'm a huge Lego fan. I had no idea you were here. Uh, so just making sure we're connecting with the entire community, whether it be print marketing, billboards we've done in the past, um, event marketing where we just sponsor events or, you know, we're really open to all the opportunities so that we can connect with more people who love Lego. Yeah. So um, local uh, events and mm -hmm. community, like you, you are involved with a lot of that. Like, mm -hmm. how do you contribute to the local events? We love supporting what other people are doing however we can. So for example, um, there was a school that was doing the first Lego League and we uh, hosted a build event teaching technic, um, uh, techniques. And so we got two local um, adult fans of Lego that are special, uh, specialists in tech, uh, technic. Okay. And Technic and Technique, those are close words. Sure. <laughs> and uh, we actually paid for them to host the workshop so okay. that uh, the school could, um, you know, we absorbed the, the cost for the school. They hosted that workshop for the kids. The kids got to learn the techniques and then they used that in their robot building. And then we in turn got to host a pop-up shop. So we love figuring out what the partnership is where we can help out yeah. with the missing pieces, as it were. Um, and then just getting involved in more Lego. So our goal is always just bringing more Lego to Grand Rapids and really blessing the community as well if we can. So we love to donate to auctions. We love to come alongside events. And if we can show up, if we can donate product, whatever it is that people would love to connect with, we'd love to hear about it and see what we can do. What about um, the Lego Expo? Mm -hmm. uh, Brick World? Yeah, Brick yeah. World. Mm -hmm. Brickworld was a blast. Uh, that happened right, it was right during the accident, so it was a little bit stressful, but other than that, it was amazing. Brickworld is a national uh, set of conferences, right now focused in the Midwest region, but growing past that as well. And they are one of the fan favorites as far as Lego conventions go. 
And we were delighted to be one of their signature sponsors this year and have a booth there, but also just connect with our community. Um, so you said that um, your employee was here kind of preparing for that? That's right. What was he actually building? Like, what did you bring to Brickworld? Yeah, he brought a large Avengers tower. That was before the large one released. That just so came one out. He, had he made on his own? Yep, he had a custom. It was really great. Is he great. on TikTok? Uh, possibly, yeah, I would guess so. Uh, his name's Jackson, so. I probably follow him. Yeah, it's it was very crazy. Possible. I seen this Avenger Tower <laughs> yeah. online, mm -hmm. and then they actually made the set, which yep. I guess happens more than you think. It but. does, especially with an item as iconic as the Avenger Tower. That's going to be built often. Um, but yeah, he had that at Brickworld. All of our staff actually was exhibiting. We did habitats. We also had um, each staff member just bring whatever they're excited about, and we got to exhibit for that as well. So that's exciting. All of our staff members are huge Lego builders, obviously. Okay. Um, and they love being involved in it too. Do you remember what your first Lego set was? Was it the Treehouse or was it before that? So as a kid, I didn't actually have any of the sets. I got the hand-me-downs from my brother. Okay. <laughs> so I just had a bucket of bricks and some of the old people, and it was all just used Lego. But I still loved it. Like I love just building with what we had. Yeah. So my first official set really was the one that my husband gave me. Okay. Yep. Well, mine mine was actually a, a Technic fire truck, which nice. I, I don't I don't know that I have it still. Mm -hmm. I probably have all the pieces. Yeah, you should you, piece it back together. You mentioned <laughs> something earlier about people selling their Legos. That's mm -hmm. that's foreign to me. I've right. never done that. <laughs> so right. I, I could imagine getting rid of any of that mm -hmm. stuff. I I have all of the Legos I had from when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, I even have most of my kids' Legos still. And, that's awesome. And um, I I know someday they're gonna want them, but I, I'll, I'm sure I'll have trouble parting that's with right. them at that point. <laughs> Too. I did finally wrestle the family Legos from my mom. She was like, well, the grandkids can. I was like, I will enjoy it. We'll get the grandkids other Lego. I want the ones I had as a kid. So I, I do have those at home. And it's so fun to have that yeah. connection to your childhood. Yeah. So what what is the, like, the rarest set that you have like right now and maybe the rarest set that you've had ever? For in the, in the store. store. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, we did just sell a Ghostbusters Firehouse headquarters, which is pretty rare. Mm. Um, we've had some rare older castle sets. Uh, right now we have a new inbox UCS Star Destroyer. Those are hard to I come by. Seen that, yeah. yeah, those are hard to come by. Um, we've had the old fishing store is a rare one. We had that on opening day. We haven't seen one since then. So mm. those are rare to come by. I'm trying to think what else. Um, honestly, sometimes it goes so fast, like we can't even keep those types of items on the shelves for very long that it's hard to remember what we even had because they get snapped up so fast when they're rare items. Yeah. Um, there's a, a Lego exhibit at the Grand Rapids Art Museum. Yeah. Uh, what's your connection to that? What's going on there? Yeah. So the Grand Rapids Art Museum approached us. They said they wanted to do a Lego exhibit and they gave us the honor of building the main exhibit piece, which was so much fun. So my husband and I came up with the idea to do seven rainbow colored spheres that are covered in what's called greebling. That's when you use different parts and pieces to create texture. So you're not using a torso as an actual torso, you're using it as a texture piece or you know whatever the piece might be. We have um, Ninjago swords and plants and all kinds of things that are covering these spheres. Okay. And um, so we planned it and then our staff helped build it. So we had some really fun build days with the staff. It was actually great because it was right after the accident. So it gave us something to kind of pull together around. Yeah. Um, and so that main piece, when you go to the museum, um, it's open until May, I think. The main seven spheres were built by Bricks and Minifigs Grand Rapids. And then um, we also uh, just helped with some of the um, publicity around the event. They ha are soliciting builds from the community. You can have your build displayed. So we helped kind of spread the word for that. That's so awesome. So it's just been a wonderful partnership. They've been phenomenal to work with. So, um, 
the sphere, right? Mm -hmm. Like the, I've heard that the making a sphere out of Legos mm -hmm. is like one of the hardest things to yep. do, right? <laughs> um, how was that? Like how did how did you guys? We're gonna give away a little secret that yeah. probably we haven't talked about yet. Um, so they approached us pretty late in the game, and so we needed to come up with a quick solution. Yeah. So we actually used the globe kits. So Lego has the globe that has the the desk. I we item, took yeah. the inner buildings of that and modified it and put our own outer shell on it and then built on top of that so we we kind of stole lego's idea on that one because we were short on time <laughs> it works right it totally um, did, and so. i think that's what's beautiful about legos <laughs> you can take something that um you know they've came up with and kind of make it your own exactly. so yeah. i actually have a great idea for a forklift next year oh, that sounds good. um for the lego uh state tournament so yeah. um the the have you have you seen the uh, masterpiece build uh, mm -hmm. mat? Yeah. Well, they have the lights and sound yep. tower. That that piece in the middle, the tall tower, actually mm -hmm. would be a great forklift, I think. Nice. So you should definitely pursue that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk my kids into that. Right. I love it's it. their their call. So <laughs> that's great. Um, how how else do you uh, get involved with um, Lego and art and what other ways do you see? Um, art in Lego? Yeah, it's a great question. My husband and I are both artists. I have a degree in art. We're photographers. We're graphic designers. He's, he has a degree in design as well. So creativity has always been front and central for us. I used to teach uh, as a professor of creativity and innovation. So all of those things come together and we find that Lego is one of the perfect mediums to express all that. Um, what we love is especially when we were both graphic designers, sometimes you're sitting in front of the computer all day and you know, you're using a certain kind of creativity and then we'd come home and it would be like, let's just go build Lego. And it was another way to express yeah. creativity. So for us, it's an art form, yeah. um, especially with the spheres. We tried to do something that was a little bit more abstract, not something that's a building or representative as a person or you know, trying to just come up with something that's a little bit more artistic. And we would love to continue to explore that. We haven't had as much time for ourselves for building since we opened the store, but we're getting back into it. Um, but we definitely see Lego as a great way to express yourself creatively, whether you're exploring color or form or composition, that actually is all happening with those Lego bricks. Yeah. So, I, I mean, growing up, I all I remember is like pirates and yeah. <laughs> um, city builds and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And now I feel like Lego has really kind of switched into definitely. adults mm -hmm. in uh, more like advanced builds and Absolutely. art. And um, one of the sets I've been thinking about getting is the giant uh, framed art, uh, the world map. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. That looks like a lot of fun to mm -hmm. put together. It's uh, something that I thought is really kind of changed the way Lego's Absolutely. direction previously was, right? Like it used to be about items and now mm -hmm. it's more about art, which yeah, is cool. Definitely the introduction of the dots and the art line has changed how Lego has, and also the botanicals. Those are some of those things that have changed how Lego's approaching things. It used to be more thematic, like you said, Ninjago, Pirates, uh, Castle, and now it is entering into those creative spaces where we have artworks you can hang. They have the whole art series with the, the Beatles and Mickey Mouse and Harry Potter, and then they have the new Spider-Man, and then, like you said, the world map, and then also the botanicals. People who have never been into Lego before are getting into it because yeah. they love to have a bonsai tree on their desk, or the flower bouquet makes such a great gift. So it's really exciting to see the different approaches. Yeah. So. Um, any um, like future events or promotions that you got going on here? Yeah, definitely. We are always cooking up something. Um, obviously, right now we're kind of focused on Christmas, but yeah. then uh, we're going to be moving into January. In January, we are going to be doing our one-year celebration. We delayed it just due to the accident. You know, it would have been sure. December tenth, but we were like, we, we're not going to pull the accident back together and get the holidays and get our celebrations. So that was just a little bit too much. 
Um, so it'll be on January 20th. It's going to be a huge day, lots of promotions, free activities. It's just going to be so much fun. And then January 28th is International Lego Day. So we're also going to be doing some fun things for that. And uh, in February, we're going to have a bunch of different build events as well. There's going to be some stuff for Valentine's Day. So we're always cooking up something fun. Um, we love bringing community together. So our goal for the store has always been to have it be a space where community comes to be creative, to meet each other, to have fun with Lego. So we're going to continue throwing as many events as we can. That's really awesome. So I noticed a lot of these bins around on the tables. Mm -hmm. What are those about? Yeah. Right now we're uh, in the middle of a series of events for snow globes. So okay. you can build your own snow globe where you can put either... Well, you can really build whatever you want, but the two that we had is either a skier coming down a slope or um, you can do a little figure decorating a Christmas tree. And then we help put it in a glass jar with the liquid and the glitter, seal it up, and then you can take it home. So it's your it's own a real snow globe. globe. A real snow globe. Okay. So what does one of those cost to, to do? That event ticket is $15 and that sends you home with everything. So you get to come, build it, create it, uh, get to build the mini fig that goes in it. And then we um, provide all of the material and seal it up for you. So. And there's still tickets available for that? There are no tickets available, unfortunately. Mm. We did sell out in about 36 hours. So. Okay. <laughs> but we're always going to be creating new events. So just if anybody wants to be part of that, following us on Facebook or Instagram is the best way to stay connected and see when tickets go live. We do also have our Bricks and Beers event, which is really popular. Really? That is the second Thursday every month. So we'll have one in January. It's at Archival Brewing. Uh, teams of two. We have 15 slots. And you can come. You'll, we give you the Lego. And then we have a theme that you build on. And it's an hour-long competition. And then we crown the winner. So it's a little bit like Lego Masters and Mini. Um, okay. So that's every month. And you bring all the pieces for that? We bring everything. So all you have to bring is the creativity. That's awesome. Yeah. So anything else that you want to talk about that I missed? Yeah, we just wanted to say a huge thank you to Grand Rapids. Um, you have been so welcoming uh, just in our first year and especially after the accident. I mean, we would not have survived the accident without this community support. That type of an event can put a business, especially a small business like ours, out of business permanently. Definitely. And we weathered the storm thanks to the community. It really, the donations, um, people came and they donated money, they donated food, they made sure to attend all of our events that were pop-up shops. So we're just so grateful for that. And we've also just had so much fun meeting the Lego community here in Grand yeah. Rapids. There's so many phenomenal builders. We have our <clears throat> showcases throughout the store where we have to show off builds and we'll continue that in the new year as well. And we just had such a blast. So we're just really grateful to Grand Rapids and all the Lego builders that we have here. I'm sure Grand Rapids uh, really appreciates everything that you've done for the community and how you've uh, supported them uh, with just creative things to do and all the fun stuff going we on here. We look forward to more of it. So. Yeah. Thank you, Julia. Absolutely. Thank you for being part of the podcast. It's great to be here. Thanks. Thanks for watching today and make sure to like and comment below to be entered to win one of these two Lego sets.